Okay, question. Where were you at on December 12th, 2012? Unless I got my stuff wrong right now, that was the last time the Kings won in Portland. And I believe in terms of people who have been around the Kings in recent years or part of the, the Kings organization, uh, in terms of the staff, uh, equipment manager Dwayne Wilson, Assistant Equipment Manager, uh, Miguel Lopez, and I believe I probably would say uh, Grant Napier and G-Man and myself were the only people that, who were at the game tonight who were at the, the, last, the last game the Kings won in Portland, which was December of 2012. In case you didn't know who I am, I'm Jason Jones of The Athletic. This is your latest edition of Post 82 uh, of the Throne Room Breakdown. Yeah, so it's been a long, long time since the Kings can say they won a game in Portland, which they did tonight. They came in and pretty much, you no, know, did to the Blazers what the Sixers had did to them a few nights earlier. But it was a lo- I think it was a little bit worse than what the Sixers did to the uh, Kings uh, because the Kings actually put up a fight at some point. This Portland team was looking like some of the teams, Kings, I team, excuse me. Kings teams that I've covered in the past just look like they're ready for the offseason the way they look tonight. And the Kings took care of them with a 123-111 victory Saturday night. That win puts the Kings three and a half, or keeps them three and a half behind Memphis for the final playoff spot. Keeps them three behind in the loss column, which is an important thing as well because uh, the Grizzlies have a brutal schedule. <laughs> to finish to finish the season, so the Kings still have a legit chance right now to claim that eight that eight spot that final spot in the playoffs. And right now the Kings are ninth, knock like I said, knocks Portland down a, a, a notch, and got a couple of uh, important games coming up. You know, uh, Sunday they host Toronto, and then next week you got New Orleans coming to town. Another team is in that race for. The eighth spot. So the Kings are in a good spot right now. You know, obviously you would rather be in eighth than chasing it. But at 28 and 35, three and a half behind Memphis, which is at 32 and 32. And like I said, Memphis has a tough stretch. They see Toronto. They see Boston. They see see some of those teams twice. They see Philly. They see a lot of good teams that will be playing for something. So we'll see how this thing goes. But, yeah, it's been a while since the Kings have won up here. They should have won the last game they played up here in or this is the last the last game they played up here this season, and they should have won the last game of last season, the season finale where they were up twenty five points and ended up losing when uh, Dave Yeager decided to sit his regulars pretty much the entire second half and leave the game up to a bunch of uh, you know reserves, G League types and whatnot. So enough about all that, but let's get into what we saw on the court tonight. Uh, the Kings. We're just, I mean, they were efficient. They moved the ball well. They pretty much, I mean, there's not much you can complain about. I know Luke Walton wasn't happy with how they ended the last five minutes of the game, but you look at this Kings team and what they did, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, let's get to some of those impressive things the Kings did. Kings were 21 of 39 from three. The 21 makes matches the franchise record, which they just set in January against the Clippers. 
Now the Kings shot 48.2% for the game, 20 of 23 from the line, total 30 assists, out-rebounded Portland 47-41. Uh, they ended up with 15 turnovers. A lot of those came late in the game when the game got sloppy and out of hand, which is why uh, Luke wasn't too happy. You know, they had nine steals, blocked three shots. I mean, a lot went well. I mean, they... Uh, Jumped out 40 points in the first quarter, followed up by 37 in the second. I mean, they completely outclassed this team. Uh, 20 fast break points. Uh, uh, with all the threes they made, they only had 34 points in the paint. Yeah, so if you want to, I guess, complain, you can complain about that. But, I mean, who's going to complain? The way the Kings were shooting the ball. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 10 of 15, 7-11 for three. 27 points. I mean... The seven threes matched his career high for made threes in a game. So, yeah, just a lot that went right for the Kings. And let's start with this. Let's start with the fact that the last game against uh, Philadelphia on Thursday, they came out, really just got punched in the face and never really got over that, kind of staggered toward the end, so to speak. What did we see tonight? Like, jump out, jump out quick, 40-24 to 24 lead after the first quarter. So that just showed me right there that this team didn't let that one game you know, slow them down, stop them, get them off their off what they're doing. Yeah, it wasn't a good look. Yeah, you don't want to get pushed around at home, especially when you turn around and see that same team go and lose to the Warriors tonight. Uh, the Warriors without Steph, without Draymond, so... I'm sure the people out there in Sacramento are going, are you kidding me? This is the same team that beat us or pushed us around. But, yeah, hey, it's the NBA. It happens. But they bounced back, looked focused. The ball moved well. I said 30 assists. Uh, 19 of those assists came from your starting backcourt. 11 for Fox, 8 for Bo for Bogey. You got to like that. You got to like 19 assists between your starting guards. You got bench production. Buddy Hill with 22 points. Rashawn Holmes returned. We'll touch on that a little bit more. But, you know, Rashawn had 10 and 8 in 19 minutes. So, nice protection there. But we'll get into Rashawn a little bit more. So, but uh, I want to get back to this game and just the way Luke, well, was, he opened his press up talking about the first five, the last five minutes not being good basketball. And I like that he did that. So you, I like that. I like that. He's not relaxing. He's not going to allow guys to celebrate like, hey, yeah, we won a game. Because, number one, the Kings still aren't in the playoffs. They're still three and a half out. Two, they still can get better. So, there's no need to celebrate prematurely. I think one of the issues you had with last season was that 50, 60 games into the season, people, the Kings had been so bad for so long. People were willing to throw this Kings team a parade, basically, <laughs> for what they had accomplished. And, real, you know, and the reality is, it was just 57, you know, you get to 30 and 27, that's 57 games. Got a lot of basketball to be played, and the Kings proceeded to play their worst ball of the season from that point. And what I like about this Kings team is that the record is not as good as it was the year before. They're 28 and 35 right now. Not where you'd want to be record-wise. You know, they're, they're around 500 last year. But I think they're playing better. And I'm still going to say, I still believe that if De'Aaron Fox doesn't miss, what, 18 games this year, 18, 19 games, 
they have at least three. Probably, I'm saying at least three, four wins, and they're in a you know, they're in a better place. But can't fix that. You got to do what you got to do. And right now, I think the Kings are ascending. And you look at that bottom, which takes us to the bottom of standings. Or not the bottom, but you know, the race for eight. Of those teams in the mix for that were the Kings, Memphis, Portland, San Antonio, New Orleans. The Kings are the only team that's playing well right now or playing its best ball. The Kings have won 13 of their last 19, 7 of their last 9. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. I mean, the Kings are playing their best ball right now. Some of those other teams have other issues. Uh, yeah, the uh, Grizzlies have bounced back nicely lately uh, to get back to 500 at 32 and 32. But the Grizzlies are still without Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark. I'm changing. I missed that. But, you know, they got, the, they got some injuries. And like I said, their schedule coming you know, next month is going to be rough. It's going to be a big test for a, a young team with a lot of guys who have never had any playoff experience. They try to run a gauntlet, like I said, that includes Boston, Toronto. There's a lot of tough games coming up for them. You look over at uh, Portland, and my God, Portland, they look like a mess tonight. I mean, I don't know if Damian Lillard's all the way back health-wise, but I haven't seen Dame look like that against the Kings ever. Just didn't look like himself. It looks like a team that's ready to you know, say 1-2-3 Cancun. And they're not playing well. This is back-to-back losses for them. They lost at uh, Phoenix Friday night before coming up back home to lose to the Kings. You look at New Orleans. Uh, Zion is amazing. Brandon Ingram's an all-star. But I do wonder how that team is going to deal with not having J.J. Redick for however long they don't have him. That's your veteran stabilizer. I guess you can throw Derek Favors in there, but Derek Favors isn't a three-point shooter like J.J. Redick, and I think they they could miss that down the stretch. The Spurs, I'm the biggest don't bury the Spurs until they're dead person, and even I'm like, maybe they're dead this year. Maybe there is no playoffs for them, but you just never know, but I just don't see them jumping back. So the Kings have a great opportunity right now. And what I do like is that they're playing their best ball right now. Those other teams aren't. And there's, there's, a, there's a more mature feeling around the team. Maybe it's some more mature guys, some older guys on the team. But no one's praising them. No one was, like, overly joyed, overjoyed about winning and beating the Blazers. It was like they were supposed to. And to me, that's another big step. They felt like they were supposed to win this game. And they're saying, okay, now we got Toronto up at home. Toronto's been sitting in Sacramento chilling, you know, probably going over by, uh, going getting, going by sauce, getting some barbecue, eating at Yard House or, you know, doing whatever you do, you know, chilling. And the Kings, are, you know, will have played tonight. The, some of the regulars were able to get some rest. You know, De'Aaron only played 28 minutes tonight. Bogey played 29. The Manya Bielitsa played about 20. Harry played 18. You know, there were there weren't any there weren't a lot of high pressure, high low minutes to be played by this team. So the Kings ideally should feel pretty okay going in tomorrow. But the Raptors are good. The Raptors, you know, defending NBA champions, even out without Kawhi Leonard. You know, Pascal Siakam's an all-star. Kyle Lowry's an all-star. 
They got they got some good ball players over there. The Kings need to be ready for that. So enough about playoff seedings and all that. Let's look at the some of the players and specifically Rashawn Holmes returning. So Rashawn's averaging thirteen points, eight and a half rebounds on the season. Not MVP type numbers by any stretch, but an argument could be made that Rashawn was this team's MVP for the first half of the season. He was their most consistent player, the one player you could count on to get something done. And he didn't wait, you know, he wasn't up and down. He was steady. And he was back on a minute restriction from his shoulder injury. But to get 10 and 8, 19 minutes, you know, his energy, you know, you could see how his energy was going to help the team bounce back. Harry, Harry Giles still started the game, but. You did. You could look and say, okay, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be. This could work. This is definitely going to. You know, Rashawn coming back is going to be good for them. The energy, you know, going to help on defense. You know, he'll have once he gets his offense back, he'll have that little set shot he has in the lane going. And he though know, he looked a little rusty. You know, mainly catching the ball, and you know he just said after the game he just had to catch the ball. You know, he can't. He's not going to blame Rust for that, but. Hey, the man hasn't played since January. I'm going to give him a slight, I'm going to give him a pass on that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to stall him out. I'm not going to make that a big deal. I think he'll be better tomorrow. And I think the Kings, uh, they, they, it feels like, even if they don't win, it feels like they're approaching everything the right way now. They're following their game plan. Uh, guys know where they're supposed to be. Guys are, from my guess, I'm talking to players and coaches. Generally, the guys that are, you know, following through with the game plan, know where they're supposed to be and executing all the things you need to do this time of year. So, yes, I know the record isn't as good as last year's, but I think right now this experience the Kings are going through is better for them than what they did last year. So, I don't have, I, I've never done passing out game balls. I don't know if you, you know, whatever, if I, you know, I don't know if, I, maybe I will going forward. Maybe I will, maybe if the Kings in the are in the playoffs, I'll pass out game balls. Who knows? But, like I said, Bogdan Bogdanovich was great. You know, with his shot, facilitating. Fox only shot three of 11, but he got to the line eight times, made all eight of his free throws. And like I said, Buddy was you know was great off the bench too with you know six to nine from three, eight of fourteen overall, which you know which means he he took some shots from inside the arc and made those as well, which is good. You know, Baysmore is Baysmore, you know, seven rebounds in twenty five minutes, eight points off the bench. I mean, just solid game all around from everyone. So that's really all I got right now. We from Portland. Uh, one of my favorite cities on the road. One of my favorite arenas. I just, I just I like this place. Uh, won't be back here for a playoff series, obviously. But you know, the Kings, Blazers, they're all in that bunch trying to chase down the Grizzlies. So let's see how that goes. Uh, check me out. IG, Mr. Jones LBC. Check me out on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Let's have fun. Let's talk. Let's chat. Shout out to the Kings fans who were on the flight with me uh, Friday night. Up to Portland, Kings fans were vocal. Had a nice little contingent up there. Got a Sacramento chant at the end of the, you know in the fourth quarter. Uh, any you know so uh, that's all I really got for y'all. You know it's a it's a good win for the Kings. Let's see what they do against the Raptors. I think that uh, they're poised to do some to uh, at least keep the intensity and the focus up. And so let's see what they do. All right, y'all, y'all be easy out there. Uh, 
and I will catch up with you Sunday night. Be safe. I'm gone.